We should like go and like hang out with Todd. <laughs> Whoa, it's Todd. Yeah. <laughs> Todd's even cooler than we thought. <laughs> Boys, I'm looking for a fella who goes by the name of Todd. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> He's cool. <laughs> Todd would make like a good manager or something. Welcome to another episode of the 206 Geek Podcast with your host Todd, the 206 Geek. Yes, I'm your host Todd, the 206 Geek, and this is episode 122. 122 episodes since I rebooted the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, thank you for checking it out. Uh, Be sure to subscribe. Share this podcast with your friends or people you think might enjoy what I do here. Um, I do live shows every Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific. If you go to stream.206geek.com, it'll take you right to where you can watch those. And um, generally speaking, the the live shows are um, tend to be with uh, other people on that platform. They tend to pop in and, and we talk about all kinds of different things. Sometimes I stay on topic. Other times the, t- the topic changes depending on who pops in. So um, I don't have any topic for this Friday's episode. Um, if you're listening to this, it's probably going to be live later today. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have this posted first thing Friday morning. And if you're if you're up and about and want to check out uh, the live version of what I do, definitely come over and check it out. I think you'll enjoy it, especially if you like this. So anyways, I have a few things I'm going to talk about today. Uh, of the stories that I have pulled up, all these all these stories that I have pulled up today are from comicbook.com. Uh, they are a, a, a great website for... Uh, geek and nerdy news, uh, everything from comic books, movies, wrestling, TV shows, um, everything in between, video games, collectibles, toys, yeah, all that stuff. Love the website. Go there all the time. In fact, a lot of the stuff that I post on the Facebook and Twitter pages are shared straight from their website. Because they have a lot of great content. I like I like comicbook.com. This isn't an advertisement for them, by the way. I'm just saying that I get a lot of my stories from that site. And I want to, you know, point people in that direction. I mean, you can still listen to me talking about because I, I read the stories. And then I kind of react to those things or I talk about those things. So you don't necessarily need to stop listening to me. I would rather you didn't. But, you know... Yeah, that's, I guess, an option, I guess. Um, but don't. <laughs> I don't know why I even said those things. Yes, comicbook.com is awesome, but please listen to my podcast. All right, some of the stories that I have here. I have Batwoman and Superman and Lois Arrowverse crossover has been officially canceled. So I'll talk about that. I'll read the story and kind of react, tell you what I think about it. Chris Evans reported return to... Reported return has Peggy Carter trending. Um, that would be amazing because the 
that was a that was a TV show that didn't get what it it didn't it didn't last very long. It, I don't think it even lasted a full season. Peggy Carter, Marvel's Peggy Carter, or Agent Carter rather, I think is the name of the show. Agent Carter was awesome. It was kind of a you know early twenties, maybe thirties era, like New York and you know spy show. It was pretty cool. So if that if that becomes a thing and it comes back and it's on Disney Plus, I'm all over it. Uh, Disney resorts suspend annual passes due to COVID nineteen pandemic. Well, that's probably smart considering most people aren't being able to use them um, because you know I don't know if those I don't know if the parks are even open right now. So I guess it will probably talk about that. And this. I, I grabbed this next story largely because they used an image from Harry and the Hendersons, which is a great movie and a TV series from, you know, back in the day. But it says here, new Sasquatch documentary series coming to Hulu from Mark and Jay Duplass. Duplass? Duplass. I don't know. I'm probably mispronouncing it. I apologize. Um, so I, I'm and if you've. If, I don't know. I probably haven't talked about it much, but I do like um, cryptid stories. I don't necessarily believe every story I hear, but I definitely enjoy them. Um, so I don't know. I, 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 one of the earliest stories I ever heard was uh, when I was a kid. My aunt, my mom's sister, uh, told me about her experience with. The Sasquatch in Eastern Washington, and uh, from that point on, I was like, okay, these these are interesting stories. Whether or not I believe the the ones I hear, you know, is really a, is really the question. Not every story someone tells you about something is necessarily true. A lot of times, people are you know pulling a prank or you know, want to see how gullible you are. And that's been the case for me for a long time because I, I guess when I was younger, I was very gullible. So it's possible my aunt was telling me that story because she knew that I'd be like, oh, really? <gasps> Ooh. So every time I bring that story up with my cousins, she's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> so it's possible my aunt was fucking with me. So... Um, the next story I have here is Green Arrow and the Canaries Explore HBO Max Pickup. See, now, that makes sense that the, that the show uh, that was going to be a spinoff from Arrow is moving over to HBO Max. They'll have a better budget, I think. Excuse me. Um, then we have the Muppets Tease Big Announcement Coming. I don't know. I mean, when it comes to the Muppets, sometimes, um, I don't know, the the last two movies were, were I don't know, um, Muppets Most Wanted was definitely better than the one that came prior to that. I didn't really care for it as much. It didn't feel, it didn't feel like the Muppet movies I knew growing up, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm old. So I remember the original movies with Jim Henson and Frank Oz and everybody. Um, these newer ones have none of those people. I mean, the characters are all there. Like Miss Piggy, Kermit, Fozzie Bear, Ralph the Dog. 
Gonzo and all them, they're all there, but they're not played by the same people because, well, to be honest, the the ones that are still alive have pretty much retired. The rest of them have passed. They, you know, they're no longer with us. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see about that. Then uh, Disney Plus, I guess, is doing a Doogie Howser reboot. And, uh, and they cast uh, the star from uh, Andy Mack to play the title role. Okay. I'm cool with that. I, you know, I would, I was actually just thinking yesterday or earlier today that Doogie Hauser was a cool show. Why haven't they rebooted that? <laughs> and of course, as soon as, as soon as I think it, it shows up on my news feed. Kevin Smith finishes his first draft for Clerks 3. We'll talk about that. And then there's a story here about dire wolves might not have been actually wolves, and now we don't know what to believe. And the final story I have here is Macaulay Culkin supports Donald Trump's Home Alone 2 removal. We'll talk about that. All right, so let's get on to this first story here about Batwoman, the show's Batwoman, and then we have Lois, Superman and Lois. I guess there was going to be a crossover, and then that recently got, like, nixed. Um, got canceled or whatever. They're not going to do it. This says here, the, the CW's 2021 Arrowverse crossover, which was entirely sig- uh, significantly scaled down from the massive impact of Crisis on Infinite Earths, will now be canceled entirely. The crossover, which was to take place between Batwoman and Lois and Superman and Lois, will no longer take place as a result of challenges uh, to the f- filming process that have uh, that have happened during COVID nineteen pandemic. Uh, crossing o- crossing over would have been difficult given the heightened safety protocols of the pandemic. You'd bring new people into production and likely for just a week, there's also a risk that if someone tested positive for COVID-19 while an actor was on another show's set, it could shut down production of two shows instead of just one while the quarantine period elapsed. You know, yeah, I'm... That sucks. That that would that. Oh wow. Yeah. Everybody, you know what? Please wear a mask and wear it properly. Put it over your nose. There's ways to keep your glasses from getting fogged up. And for those who who don't want to wear them because it fogs up their glasses or they have trouble breathing. Do you really have trouble? Do you really have trouble breathing? If you do, then you shouldn't be leaving your house. Um, I am asthmatic, and I wear glasses, and I also wear a mask whenever I leave the house and go to the store. I don't know. Just to me, it doesn't make sense that people can't just you know help out their fellow man, regardless if you believe it's real or not. On the on the slim chance, at least for those people who don't believe it's real, on the slim chance that it's that's real, wouldn't you rather err on the side of okay, I'm keeping people safe than, well, this is bullshit. This is 
this is blah, blah, blah. Sorry, I don't mean to go off on a tangent about this stuff. I just, every time I see things like this where it's like, we don't want to halt production. And, you know, I agree. You know, we, 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 I, I honestly believe that if, if people had actually believed and followed the proper protocols we would be we would be on the other side of this by now or very close to being on the other side of this by now i mean there i'm pretty sure there are other countries that have done that and have gotten things under control and we're we're just that we're that sorry i i'm getting distracted about this bullshit again all right so anyways back to the story here my phone is now making noise i should probably mute my phone let's see Got notifications from all kinds of stuff. All right, close that. All right, it says here, Producers and incoming star Javicia Leslie are understandably disappointed by the impact of the changes. Both Black Lightning and Supergirl are ending this season, meaning that those characters are unlikely to ever Meet Leslie Ryan's Leslie's Ryan Wilder, uh, the heir to the Batman to the Batwoman cowl, following the departure of Kate Kane, played by Ruby Rose. She says, "I'm so heartbroken about COVID situ- the COVID situation because I know that it's Black Lightning's last season. I and I would have loved to do a crossover with them," Leslie told TV Line. Uh, Nefessa Williams and Jordan Calloway are really good friends of mine and it would have been a great it would be great to play with them and be superheroes all at the same on the same show that would have been great would have been epic She added she would like to do a super black crossover when it's possible to to do while Black Lightning is ending this season. The network is setting up a backdoor plot pilot for potential painkiller series starring Calloway. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know. I think it'd be awesome if all these shows that are getting canceled from the CW just move over to HBO Max or they bring those characters over to existing shows on HBO Max. That would be, in my mind, the best thing for them. I don't know. They, they probably don't feel that way. They People involved with the show are probably tired or don't want to do it anymore or, you know, they're just, they're because of the pandemic, it's just too difficult for people to, to be able to do the show anymore. I don't know. Well, we'll see. That actually, Black, uh, excuse me, Batwoman, can't believe I did that. Um, Batwoman is is uh, premiering 
season two like next week, and I'm looking forward to seeing it. I'm really excited to see it. I think it's next week. It's with it's within the next couple weeks at least. Um, all right, let's see here. Next story: Chris Evans' re- reported return has Peggy Carter trending. Marvel fans have had a lot of to speculate about recently due to the lar- in large part to reports that Chris Evans could be returning as Steve Rogers for a future Marvel Cinematic Universe project. The first question is whether or not there's any validity to these reports, especially after Steve had such an emotionally effective ending in, in Avengers Endgame. With other questions being about whether the return would be for a movie or a TV series, as well as which project would make the most sense for him. One of the prevailing reactions from fans is that whatever the future might hold, Marvel fans want to see more of Peggy Carter. Haley Atwell debuted as hero as the hero in Captain America's first the first Avenger. With Steve's, with Steve's love of her, with Steve's love of her being a guiding force throughout his uh, narrative trajectory, Marvel clearly knew how much the uh, fans loved her. Um, as Marvel's Agents of Shield got two seasons of ABC, the fans were largely left disappointed that we never got to see much of the pair's life after Steve traveled back in time to grow old with her. Oh, that, you know, I do vaguely remember her getting a second season, but I don't remember the season being that great. Maybe that's why it got canceled. Um, this, then it says here, whether it was speculating about the pair's reuniting or fans merely sharing their love of the of the character Peggy Carter quickly started trending on Twitter. Scroll down to see what fans are saying about Agent Carter. Uh, we have uh Then we have uh, tweet, tweets like at Lynn's Faye Allen. Lynn's Faye Allen. It's a dumpster fire out there, but I do love seeing Peggy trend. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> and then we have uh, at MewHunter67 says, Peggy Carter to Disney Plus. Seriously, do it. And as the video, as that video of Shia LaBeouf going, do it! And then, at Star Wars Goth says, if Chris Evans comes back as Steve Rogers, I can somehow get my most wanted scene in which he and Peggy have dinner with Daisy and Agent Sosa. And it's a little awkward at first, but then he and Daniel bond over being men from the past displaced in time. 
I actually think that's a cool idea, man. I really like that one. And then we have... At all fuck's sake says, I refuse to believe Steve Rogers went back in time to Peggy to live out his life with her and not stop Bucky from being hurt. I'm sorry, I I'm sorry, no, I hate his ending so much. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Yeah, no, I get that. <laughs> Alright. There's a few more, and if you want to if you want to read the the rest of the tweets, um, you can check out the story. The story will be, you know, I'm pretty sure this probably has already been shared to uh, the Facebook page, but I will put it in the show notes. You can go to notes.206geek.com, and all the links to stories will be there for this episode. Uh, let's see here. Next story we have Disneyland reports. Uh, excuse me, Disneyland resorts suspends annual passes due to COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, And this is what it says here. As the Walt Disney Company continues to wait for word from the government of California about when they can can fully reopen their theme parks in the Golden State, Disneyland Resort has announced an update that will sadden the biggest of Disney fans. In a statement, Ken uh, Potrock President Disneyland Resorts revealed that due to the no clear timetable on reopening that ref, uh, that refunds for anyone that has purchased an annual pass for the resort will be refunded and that the current program for annual pr- passes will be retired as they prepare to develop and implement a new one. Details on the new plan were not confirmed. This is, and it goes on to saying here, we want to thank our annual pass holders for their understanding during the, the closure period, he said uh, in a statement. Due to the continued uncertainty of the pandemic and limitations around the reopening of our California theme parks, we will be using appropriate refunds for eligible Disneyland Resort annual passports and sunsetting the current program. We are currently developing new membership offerings that will utilize customers' insights uh, to deliver to deliver choice, flexible, and and value for our biggest fans. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad to hear that they're they're giving people refunds for those who purchased a annual pass and have not been able to use it. Because I know that going to Disneyland is not a cheap thing. Believe me, I, I've I've never been to Disneyland, but I've I've in the last decade I have did I have done some research as to what things cost as far as the the parks and and parking and hotels and all that. It's 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 not just a a thing you can just do for the day and you know spend fifty dollars here or there. It it's it takes a lot more than that. Unless of course you live in California and you live in in Anaheim, maybe those people can do that. But for someone like myself who lives in a, in a different state entirely, having a place to stay, having money for food and in 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 uh, transport 
And then on top of that, having funds to get into the park and then food inside the park, I'm sure, is is an extra, extraordinarily expensive. So that's part of it. That's really the biggest reason why I've never gone to any theme parks is because I just have never been able to afford it. It's just it's way too damned expensive. The only way for me to to afford going is if somebody else is buying or I live down there and just, you know, wait for those those days where they have the 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 <coughs> the this the <coughs> excuse me. They have those, you know, discounted tickets. Kind of like they do here in Washington for for Wild Waves. Wild Waves uh uh if I recall the average ticket to get into Wild Waves um, is about 50 or 60 bucks. And that's not including, you know, parking and food. And if if you're going alone, do you need to get a, a locker to put your shit in? Because um, I wouldn't recommend leaving your stuff in your car because, you know, someone could break into your car. And the lockers are not cheap. Sorry, I had a tickle in the back of my throat. I had to drink something to get rid of it. All right. Let's see here. Anything else? This is, we are working to diligently and as quickly as possible to expedite eligible pro-rate refunds for annual passports. The site reads, we appreciate our annual pass holders' patience and understanding as we work through this process. That's awesome. I think that's great that they're, didn't, they're doing that. I was worried when the pandemic started because I had uh, uh, Regal Cinemas has a thing where you pay like $25 a month and you can go see however many movies you want. Just go to the theater and show them your, your card and they let you go see a movie well like I saw two movies when I first got that I think I had it for about a month maybe two before the pandemic hit and Regal had suspended any future charges for that service because they're essentially closing their doors because of the pandemic and and you know what I was grateful for that because I was like, oh shit, I'm going to be paying $25 a month for something I cannot use. And uh, so it was just weird um, initially. And I'm like, okay. And then I got the notification that they were suspending um, the their their uh, monthly fee for that service. So I was like, oh good, I'm glad to hear that. And then I heard that the, the theaters are reopening. I was like, shit. I don't feel safe going to a theater regardless if they're opening or not. It doesn't matter if it's like not full capacity. I'm not going to go sit in a theater where people are, you know, potentially sick because, you know, yeah, I don't know. I just, it didn't, I'm glad that they, they, they stopped charging me for something I didn't have access to. So I'm really grateful of that. All right, the next story I have here is new Sasquatch documentary series coming to Hulu from Mark and Jay Duplass. Duplass? I'm pretty sure I'm saying that wrong. 
Duplass. Duplass. I don't know why that. I, when I say that, when I said that last one, it almost sounded like a, like Sean Connery Duplass. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to you know make fun of someone's last name. I'm just trying to like figure out how how it's supposed to be said. Uh, it says here in 1967, Roger Pat Roger Patterson and Robert Bob Gil Gimlin claim to have captured footage of an ape-like creature in Northern California, helping popularize the legend of Bigfoot with the creature going on to becoming the most famous cryptid in North America in subsequent decades. The creature has uh, has been the subject of a number of investigations with filmmakers Mark and J. Duplass uh, producing... producing a new documentary series called Sasquatch for Hulu, which will investigate a s specific incident in which the creature was blamed for multiple deaths. The new three-part series comes um, from Lorena, Lorena director Joshua Rofe, Rafe, and uh, is expected to debut on the service this spring. I don't know. I I'm I, I I do enjoy watching stuff like this. I do like hearing people's stories about Bigfoot and Sasquatch. Um, in fact, the local um, casino that I live nearby has a symposium. Symposium is that the right word? Every year about Sasquatch. And I was gonna go last year, and then my car started having problems, so I didn't end up going. It was either that or it was snow or some shit. I, I wasn't able to drive anywhere for a few days while that was going on. And I don't think it's going to happen this year because of the pandemic. I, I, you know, things like that, I've always been interested in, like, paranormal stuff. I don't necessarily believe the things I read. I do like hearing about them, though. Um, some of my favorite shows that I've been watching for the past few months have to do with stuff like that. Like, um, X see there's, um, uh, curse of Skinwash skinwalker ranch, which is on, I believe it's on history channel. It's a great show. It's about this place that has had numerous reports of, of UFO activity and other just strange stuff going on. And then another show that I really enjoyed watching um, is I think also on History Channel. If it's not on History Channel, it's on Discovery, and I think it's uh, it was called the uh, the Alaskan Triangle, and it and it's basically just a paranormal show, but everything that all the things that happen on the show take place in the state of Alaska. Uh, there was an episode about UFOs. There was an episode about Bigfoot. There was an episode about like sea creatures. There was an episode about. Um, conspiracies about government underground government bases and there was one about uh there's a story of an underground pyramid that generates power out in the, out in the uh the mountains of alaska stuff like that i've always enjoyed things like that and i and people look at me funny when i say i watch those shows it's like i i don't 
just because someone watches a show like that does not mean they they believe everything they see. I I genuinely have interest in those topics, but I'm I'm very skeptical of a lot of the stories that come across those shows because uh, Ancient Aliens is a good example of that where there's like the the voiceover guy is like Ancient Aliens uh what was it uh Ancient Aliens theorists believe that. And it always starts off with that statement before they say whatever they're going to say. And it's, and I think the reason why they do it that way is that way they can't be like held liable for like, <laughs> for making statements that are, that are not true, you know? <laughs> Anyways, if you're, if you're like me and you like those kinds of shows, I'm definitely going to be checking out this, this Sasquatch show on Hulu. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing it. It should be good. All right. Going on to the next story. Green Arrow and the Canaries Explore HBO Max Pickup. All right. So this is what it says here. DC Comics fans got some long-awaited and bittersweet news earlier this month when it was confirmed that the Green Arrow... Uh, that Green Arrow and the Canaries has been not been ordered to series by the CW. While the news came uh, nearly a full year after the, the backdoor pilot episode aired as a part of the Arrow vs. Finale season in January of 2020, it still upset the fans who were eager to see the continuing stories of Laura Lance played by Katie Cassidy, Dinah Drake, played by Juliana Harkavy, and Mia Smoke, played by Catherine McNamara. According to a new report from TV Line, the series did explore the possibility of finding a home on another platform. The, uh, the HBO Max service... Uh, on another platform, the HBO Max streaming service. The report confirms that the HBO Max, Max option was thoroughly explored, which is why the, the confirmation of the cancellation took so long. The spinoff would have followed Mia, Laurel, and Dinah's lives in a post-crisis in the, in the 2040s as they try to save Star City from an intimate threat. Even before the cancellation was confirmed, producer Mark Guggenheim hinted that the series' remaining plot threads uh, could have explored some other in some other capacity. There are burning questions, Guggenheim ex explained to TV Line last year. Certainly the, the backdoor pilot ended uh, with the cliffhanger of William's abduction, and I do think we owe answers to a lot of those moments and questions. Well, yeah, man. Yeah. It, yeah. No, we, you can't leave it like that. <laughs> he goes on to saying, my, my instinct would be to try to answer those questions in the form of, like, a comic book tie-in, which is not to say it couldn't be done on other shows. Guggenheim continued, 
when you're dealing with other uh, another time period, the year 2040, in this case, the show, uh, the only show that could handle that or really deal with those questions is Legends of Tomorrow. But that is a tricky bit of business since the the tonal mashup between Legends and Canaries is so different. On the other hand, you've got Sarah who's is sort of the connect the connective glue there. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I'd said that the, it's I thought for sure when I started reading this article that they were going to confirm that it was going over to HBO Max. But I guess now that I'm I'm actually reading that that initial title of the article explored past tense explored oh man that sucks so seriously we're we're losing like a bunch of shows i think largely because of the pandemic which really really sucks like the 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 arrowverse shows were like the one thing i i really enjoyed watching on television i'm gonna have to find new shows now or you know what? I can always go back and rewatch from the beginning because I'm sure they're not taking the old ones down, the the old episodes, the ones we already have to watch. And then he finally says, "Here, I look at the, I look at these as quality problems." Guggenheim concluded, "I love the fact that we we now have a universe of shows that allows us to ask, to, allows us to ask." ourselves these questions and explore different things and answer questions from different shows we we also have comic books as as an outlet as well you know what it you're right maybe they should consolidate shows maybe we should go ahead and move characters from their own standalone shows and bring them into the, another show like supergirl i don't know if if uh if the actress who plays Kara is wanting to continue, or if she's, you know, looking for other projects to do, like Stephen Amell. But if she's not, if she's not looking for other projects outside of playing Kara, maybe she should just go ahead and, you know, that story, that show, should be integrated into Superman and Lois at least as secondary characters, you know. Not in every episode, clearly, because it's going to be about, you know, Clark and, and Lois and their kids. But, you know, you got you have to have the occasional appearance of Auntie Carl, you know? <laughs> Plus, I would love to see some of the other characters that aren't, aren't Supergirl, like, staying on a show, you know? Like Jim Olsen. I'd like to see Jim Olsen come back. Or James, rather, as they called him on the show. James Olsen should come back, and I think um, 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 Brainy and his girlfriend and Kara's sister and her fiancé. I'd love to see all those characters stick around, even if it is moving to another show. Honestly, I think that's what they should do. Assuming that those people want to, you know. 
Um, like, for example, I just... I, what, Brand, Brandon Rausch. Rausch? Ralph? The guy who played um, the Adam on the, the Legends of Tomorrow. And he was, you know, the Kingdom Come Superman in the crossover. He's now on The Rookie playing like this this asshole cop and it's going to be it's it's hard for me to see him playing such a nasty character <coughs> but Brandon is a great actor so uh he's going to do a good job of pissing people off and making them hate him hopefully people don't see him as that character and, and know he's not that kind of guy cuz i as i understand he's a nice dude i saw him in a few interviews this last year in podcasts and, and he seems like a, a really, a really cool dude. Um, but yes, I would love to see some of those characters from shows that are going away kind of get moved over to one of the other ones that are sticking around. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, it's it sucks. It really sucks. Oh man. All right. Next story. Next story you have here is the Muppets T's big announcement coming. And this is what it says here. Um, it says, less than two weeks after their most recent video, the Muppets are apparently cooking up something special. The official Twitter account f for the world's most famous puppets today told fans to be on the lookout for a major and important Muppet announcement coming soon. With no further details as to what that might be, fans are already speculating in the comments as to whether it may, it might be another movie, another TV show, or something a little more unexpected. Recently, Muppet performer Dave Goals... Oh, shit, he's still around? I think he's I think he's the performer who does Gonzo if I if I recall properly correctly that's the word correctly not properly um expressed enthusiasm for the direction of the muppets that the muppets are taking in the future uh, setting expectations high for some good news on the horizon I honestly believed that, that the majority of the original actors from the muppets show aren't either doing it or have passed away. Like Jim Henson is, is gone and um and I can't think of the other guy's name. There's another one one of the main performers who passed away in the last couple of years. Um and I know that I know that Frank Oz is still around, but I don't know if he's necessarily doing puppeteering anymore. You know, I've even the last couple times I've seen Miss Piggy, it didn't sound like Frank Oz. It sounded like somebody else doing the voice. You know? This is what the tweet says. Calling all Muppet fans, get ready for a major and important Muppet announcement coming soon. What is it? We, will, we have no idea. And then it says here underneath that it says, while they had a huge success with the Muppets, uh, the great Muppet Caper, the Muppets Take Manhattan, uh, many of 
many of uh, hold on, I got distracted for a second. Many of their other film uh, feature. I'm getting a bunch of notifications. I'm sorry. Uh, many of their other feature film outings have had mixed bag critically and commercially. Creator Jim Henson always said that the Muppets were intended for all audiences, including adults, and encouraging satire and snark in a way that was uncommon for kids' shows of the time. But that has also led to some underwhelming attempts to make the Muppets more adult. And then it says here, there are a number of possibilities beyond the obvious. A new movie or TV show, uh, that would be the source of a big announcement for the Muppets. A, a, big, a big one fans would love to see is a more complete home release or Disney Plus release of the full original Muppet show, which has never been fully officially released. The variety show format of the series makes such releases difficult because of music rights. Others, other series like the Muppets tonight never have had a home video release at all. So seeing them pop up on Disney plus would be a boon. The easiest thing is probably a new season of Muppets. Now the improvised, the, improvisational sketch show that already aired its first season on Disney Plus. You know what? That show is actually really good. I enjoyed it. It's think of like if the original Muppet show had been a YouTube channel. That's how I kind of view Muppets now. It's a sh and if you have Disney Plus it is on there. The episodes are I think they're less than 10 minutes long. They're not very long. They're very funny. They're very. <laughs> it has it, it. It's definitely new, but it has, it has an old school feel to it. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like it's forcing anything to me. And I'm I'm an old school fan of the Muppet Show, so I didn't I didn't care for the 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 one that was on TV a, few, a couple years back where it was basically it was basically the Office with Muppets. I didn't like that show at all. I, I've never liked that fake reality show format. It just, it never, it doesn't feel right to me. It, it feels fake and forced and it was just god awful, I thought. So, I don't know, I'm probably pissing off some people with that statement. But you know, it, it's it's me. I mean, you can like it all you want. And that's fine. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you crap for it. I just didn't care for it. It just, it, it, it was... It was. It didn't. It didn't live up to the expectation of they're bringing back the Muppet Show. It wasn't the Muppet Show. It was nothing like the Muppet Show. It was essentially, like I said before, it was the Office, but instead of all humans, it's all Muppets. Or like Larry Sanders, or not Larry Sanders. What was the? Um, oh, there was a. Back in the day, there used to be a show, I think it was on HBO or Showtime, where it was, Gareth Shandling had a show where he played, um, maybe it was Larry Sanders. Either way, it was it was a fake talk show. It was a fictional talk show, but the show was filmed in such a way that you were seeing it from behind the scenes. You were seeing, you were seeing them film the talk show, but you were seeing all the things happening behind the scenes of that show. 
And that's kind of, it also felt like that too, but the, the whole confessional camera thing, I could have done without that. I don't know. I just, no. I don't, yeah. Whatever, I guess. Um, I actually, about 10 years ago, and I think it was 2009, 2010, thereabouts, I was a, uh, I was a volunteer at the Museum of Pop Culture. Back in those days, it was called the the EMP, the Experience Music Project, and the Sci-Fi Museum. And when I I became a volunteer, they had the, the Jim Henson exhibit there, which was amazing. They had all these they had all these Muppets on display behind glass. They had all these drawings and sketches of characters before they were actually built. They had all this really cool stuff that shows you how they did what they did. I was, I've always been a fan of puppets, and it, when I was a volunteer there, I got a chance to become a puppeteer because I was, you know, working, I was working in a station where people got to, to do a performance like they did on the, on the Muppet Show. And one of the things I got to do when I was a volunteer there, it was they had these things called oral history where they would have um, somebody, part of that exhibit, come in and do like a um, kind of a, not necessarily a Q&A thing. I mean, they had that too, but it was, uh, they had like someone telling the history of that, of that exhibit. And I got to see... Brian Henson, the son of Jim Henson, come in and talk about his dad's company and how how they created the characters, how they they utilized the camera as the stage instead of having an actual physical stage. You know, and they show he showed techniques on how they made them talk, how they made them walk. And he goes, and you can always tell um who the puppeteer was based on how that person animated the puppet you know he's he showed like uh this is how my dad would have his characters walk and he would kind of they would just kind of like bob back and forth it's kind of swaying back and forth and then he goes and then and then you have the great frank oz who just kind of spastically like like <laughs> move the character as they're as if they're running and then you know it was such a cool thing. I've been a fan of the Muppets since I was very little. Since about the same time as, as you know, my love for Star Wars happened, because they came out within a few years of each other, late seventies. I remember as a kid, like begging my mom and my stepdad to let me stay up to watch the Muppet Show because it was on TV an hour after I was supposed to go to bed. Like all my friends are watching this show, I have to be able to talk about this because, and in in those days we didn't have a we didn't have a a a video recorder, we didn't have a VHS recorder. We got one within a year or two after that, but we didn't have one. So initially, I had to fight to stay awake, physically and with my folks, you know, to stay up and watch the Muppets, the Muppet Show. I would be like exhausted trying to watch the Muppet Show. I don't remember a lot of the show that I watched, but I do remember watching it, and it was a great show. 
and these more recent ones have not been up to that standard. I I have not been that excited to watch a Muppet TV show in probably four decades. Seriously. I mean, it's just the newer ones are not as good as the original. And, you know, I'm going to stand by that statement. But And it's like I said before, it's my my opinion my the way I look at it you can look at it however you like if you like those newer ones cool they are for you they are not for me alright next story Disney Plus's Doogie Howser reboot cast Andy Mack star Peyton Elizabeth Lee in title role alright I actually know what I, I, I've watched a, a, a few episodes of of Andy Mack, and that was a cute show, and the the actress is 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 funny on that show, and I can see her playing the, that type of character. I can see her playing Doogie Howser. Now my question is, when they when they do this, is is uh, NPH gonna make a like a cameo, a cameo appearance. Is is he gonna play like one of the older doctors? You know, the one who runs the hospital. Maybe that'd be awesome. I would love to see him as a as a uh, an, another one of the one of the older doctors that Doogie kind of like palled around with. I can't remember that character's name, but there was that one doctor that 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 uh, Doogie was like buddies with. I would love to see that. And then there's like the. Uh, Doogie Howser's best friend, who was like this this little Italian kid, who who uh, I think he was from Brooklyn. I don't know. I don't know like the, you know. I always thought that character was hilarious. Um, well, let's let's read what this article says about this series. It says several high profile reboots and revivals are headed to small screen, including Saved by the Bell. And Punky Brewster. I've watched the Saved by the Bell. I know a few people who absolutely hated it, but I enjoyed it for what it was. It was, yeah, I'm not gonna, I've already talked about that. I'm not going to get into that again. And I've talked about Punky Brewster. I'm looking forward to seeing that. Can't wait to see that come out. All right. Uh, and it says here, and the group also includes the reboot of Doogie Howser, MD, where fans were first introduced to Neil Patrick Harris. The reboot is being developed for Disney Plus, and now the show, which is titled uh, Doogie Doogie Kamala Kamalahoa Kamaloa. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. MD, and it, and has cast Andy Mack star Peyton Elizabeth Lee in the title role is reported by Variety. Lee will play uh, La Gila, quote, air quotes, Doogie uh, Kamealoa, a mixed-race 16-year-old girl who works as a doctor in Hawaii. Like the original series, she'll attempt to balance her soaring medical career with the roller coaster ride of, of that is teenage life. Uh, her family, her family will also play a big part of the show, both as a guiding force 
and is an element of chaos which pretty much describes every family and will include her mother who's who's described as a free spitfire Irish mother who also happens to be her supervisor at the hospital she works at. Uh, There is also her Hawaiian local, air quotes, local boy father who is attempting to come to terms with the fact that his daughter is growing up but is not adjusting very well. The half-hour comedy series has been picked up for 10 episodes and will be written and executive produced by Courtney Kang, Jake Kasdan, Melvin Marr, and, uh, and, Dana, and Dana and Jesse Bocho? Bochco? Bocco. I don't know. I apologize. I'm probably screwing that one up too. Well, also executive produce, and Jake Kasdan will direct the series' first episode. The show will be um, will be produced by 20th, te- 20th Television. There's no mention of Harris having any kind of major or cameo role in the new reboot, but we, we wouldn't be surprised to see him appear at some point down the line, though we'll have to wait and see. Disney is happy to keep Andy Mack star as a part of the Disney family as Mack was one of their most popular shows over the course of its three seasons. She's she's also recently appeared in in the Disney Plus film Secret Society of uh, Secondborn Royals and if Doogie Kamalea Kamaloha MD takes off uh, she could be a fixture on the streaming service for quite some time I'm going to have trouble saying that Kamealoa I think is how it's said K-A-M-E-A-L-O-H-A uh, yeah I guess they didn't want to use Doogie Howser as the as a character name, which is fine. It really is. I don't have an issue with that, but it's just going to take me some getting used to is all. All right, so next story, and I'm going to probably breeze through these because I'm getting close to the end of this episode. So um, Kevin Smith finishes first draft for Clerks 3, and it says here, Ke- Kevin Smith has teased has been teasing a lot of exciting projects, including the follow-ups to his first two films, Clerks and Mallrats. The director already finished his script for Twilight of the Mallrats, which he hopes to film sometime this year. Now it appears that he's compl- completed the first draft for Clerks 3 last week. Smith revealed he had been working hard on the script, uh, so there's... No surprise to learn that he's completed the first step of writing the writing process. Excuse me, writing process. Of course, I start talking and then I'll get the hiccups all of a sudden. Uh, and quoting, saying, uh, I started writing Clerks 3 on December 28th and just finished the 101 page first draft last night. 
but the writing doesn't begin uh, doesn't begin when you start tapping the keys. I've been starting stirring this stew in my brain pan for a while now. So when I sat down to put years of daydreaming to actual words, the the typing part of the the writing process was pretty brisk. Fake fake New Jersey. Uh, fake New Jersey, or what I've long called the View Skewniverse, uh, has been so much more preferable to visiting the real one lately. But I've told the I told the tale that I wanted to tell, so it's time to step back, hand the script off to trusted few, and then tinker further based on the feedback Smith wrote on Instagram. Right on, dude. I cannot wait to see it because I, I really enjoyed the Jane Silent Bob reboot. I'm looking forward to seeing what you got next. Keep the comedies coming, man. Appreciate I appreciate you, Kevin Smith. <laughs> I really do, actually. All right, these last couple stories here, we have dire wolves may not have been actual wolves, and now we don't know what to believe. Dire wolves, from what I recall, are like bigger wolves than actual like timber wolves think of the wolves from the twilight movies those those kind of look like dire wolves they were much much bigger if i'm re- if i recall properly i you know the thing is, is i i i have these these this in these in information in my head but sometimes i don't remember correctly or i i'm remembering something from a movie instead of actual dialogue from you know or not dialogue but information from a like a documentary series or something that has actual scientific information versus just entertainment this is what it says here with each passing year scientific research gets more sophisticated which can sometimes bring with it new perspectives on po- uh, previously held beliefs even when it comes to extinct species for example a new study of direwolves remains uh, which were long believed to be ancestors of to gray wolves has led some to scientists to believe that they weren't actually wolves at all given their range and biological similarities to gray wolves it was believed the creature was a distant cousin of the modern canid uh, though this new research might distinguish them from the Canis genus and determine that they are an entirely different type of canine. Wow. Uh, Durham University ar- archaeologist and study co-author Angela Perry and University and University of Adelaide in Australia. Uh, geneticist and co-author Kieran Mitchell suggests the species now known to known as oh Jesus I can't I can't say this uh Enosion Dearis I think which means terrible wolf according to their published publishing in nature per Scientific American they were 
they will just join the club of things like um, maned wolves that are called wolves but aren't really. Perry explained, in contrast to gray wolves, which are a, a model for ad- adaption, dire wolves appear to be much less flexible to deal with the ch- changing environment and prey. Dire wolves are considered a top predator for more than 5 million years throughout uh, for 5 million years though went extinct roughly 13,000 years ago. This is far from the first time modern scientific methods have shed new light on prehistoric animals or the first instance of an animal's common name being determined as inaccurate. The the Bronchiosaurus, or the, excuse me, the Brontosaurus, for example, was long believed to be its own species, only for scientists in the 1970s to determine that the dinosaur was actually uh, the ap- Aptosaurus. After decades of uh, scientists attempting to confirm that the species were the one and the same, and, and a study in 2015 attempted to to then specify that the Brontosaurus was in fact its own distinct species. Similarly, while any prehistoric cat with large teeth may have been referred to as a saber-toothed tiger, were a number of species in the genus uh, Smilodon with with not all saber-toothed cats technically being saber-toothed tigers. All right. Cool. That's awesome. I I like hearing stuff like that. All right, this last story I have, and this will be the end of today's episode. Thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of my show. I, I really do appreciate those of you that actually download and listen to my show. Um... I look at the analytics every so often and and see where people are downloading from. There's a lot of people downloading from France, which in itself is cool because I don't know anybody who's French. <laughs> I so I really appreciate you guys listening to uh to me babble for an hour every week. Um there's lots of people in California and Washington state that listen as well, so thank you guys as well. You know, in uh, in in and there's people from all over the, all over the world that listen to my podcast. So the rest of you guys also thank you so much for tuning in every week and listening to me babble or rant or get easily distracted and make weird sounds and or you know just in general. I yeah. So thank you, thank you again for for tuning in and um, please if you enjoy my podcast do me a, a favor and go give my podcast a rating over on Apple podcast. You can go to rate.206geek.com for a easy link to go and do that. And uh, so this last story here is um, I actually saw like earlier this week, people were calling to have Trump deleted from home alone too. And you know what? 
his cameo is the most pointless cameo I've ever seen in any movie. So I'm okay with him being digitally removed and or just having that whole sequence cut where he like asks that, you know, asks him which way to go. You know, I, I, I never understood that cameo anyways. I was like, I know who he is back then. I was like, why, why? Okay, he, Kevin asks him which way to go to wherever. I can't, I think he was asking for the lobby or whatever. And he goes, it's down there. And he points down, you know, away from the camera. And as Kevin walks away, he turns around and looks right at Kevin. Like, where's he going? Or he's either looking at Kevin or he's looking right at the camera either way. And it's just like, that, that always kind of like, why is he... Why is he why is he turning around and staring at this kid? What's what's the deal with that? I'm not implying anything. I'm just saying that that always felt weird to me. Uh, this is what it says here on comicbook.com. Each holiday season in recent years has seen Home Alone fans igniting discussions about Donald Trump's role in Home Alone 2 with some audiences even asking the twice impeached president to be removed from the film a notion which series star Macaulay Culkin recently endorsed. One fan even jokingly suggested that the cameo in the film should be replaced with an older Culkin instead of being digitally inserted, which the actor seemed on board with. You know what? I would That would be so freaking awesome because then you could have a whole like time travel element to the Home Alone series and they can do more of those movies with with Kevin McAllister. Oh my god, that'd be great. Uh, Which the actor seemed on board with, despite the attention the attention the cameo earns on an annual basis, we we shouldn't expect Disney to make any modifications to the sequel even if they have censored censored versions for other elements of their Disney Plus library. In response to one fan on Twitter suggesting Culkin himself replace Trump, the actor replied was sold. Another fan went even greater in length to support the idea and, and used digital trickery to cut the figure from the film entirely instead of seeing young Culkin talking to a void, the actor replies with, uh, replied to the efforts. Bravo. Let's see. (laughs) Okay. Oh, wow. So they actually, Digitally removed him. He he essentially looks like the predator. <laughs> this, <laughs> that's so fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Oh wow. That is great. <laughs> you'll have to you'll have to look for this story in the show notes so you can see the video that was was posted <laughs> where. Uh, We're at Max Scramp. Due to popular request, I have removed Trump from Home Alone. <laughs> and Owen, oh, if you don't follow Macaulay Culkin 
On Twitter, he is incredible Kulk. Give him a follow. He's he doesn't he hasn't been on there a lot lately. At least not that I've seen, but the few things I've seen have been pretty good. So, all right, there's a little bit more to the story, but I'm not going to read any more because I want to I want to get on to the end here. So, again, I have already said this, but I'm going to say it again. Thank you guys so much for tuning in every week to listen to me. I do appreciate it. Um, you know, it really means a lot to me, actually. Um, because honestly, without podcasting, I would I would be probably going stir crazy. Podcasting gives me something to focus on, other than the shit that goes on in my head. Um, so thank you so much. Um, if you're at all curious, and if you're on TikTok, look for me. I am the two hundred six geek on TikTok. I am having so much fun on that platform. It's just silly, goofy stuff. I'm not doing anything elaborate or anything, um, but I have fun on there. And people are, people seem to be uh, less likely to be dramatic or or cause drama on there than other than other platforms. Um, so, again, thanks for tuning in and. If you're up to checking out a live show, go to stream.206geek.com tonight at 7 p.m. Pacific time. I'll go live, and I'll probably have some friends on. And if not, I will find some other things to talk about like I do on here every week. Um, but the way that that Get Vocal works is that I can start doing a, a normal podcast episode where I'm talking about stories, and people have the ability to jump on and talk with me. It's like it's like a Skype call or like a Zoom call, um, but it only has four spots. So, um, but yeah, come on, check it out. Stream dot s t r e a m dot two zero six geek dot com stream. That 206geek.com, 7 tonight, Pacific time. See you guys later.